Hey, what's up, y'all? Hope y'all had a great week. What's poppin', honey? How was your week? It was great. It was busy. It was a busy week. It was. It was busy. It was, uh, my week was great, too, if you're wondering. (laughs) Yes, I'm always wondering how your week was, babe. How was your week? It was good. It was busy, too. You know, we're um, leading up to Easter and all the fun stuff that happens around Easter and, you know, in in our lives and stuff like that. And so today, we're going to talk about, um, some some part part of our story part of our journey you know things happen in our lives that that become part of your story that becomes part of our lives and they um and they kind of uh kind of go from there yeah you know, you know um june 10th 2013 changed our life forever um on that day we went out on a date like we normally do um like date night does you know you just go and you do your normal thing and then um, what happened on that date, babe? So leading up to that day, it was just like you said, a normal day. Mm-hmm. And we were we were out and we were coming home from our date night yes. around the corner. And we were, you know, we saw a, we, we saw a, a major wreck. Yes. And thank God nobody was hurt. And um, we were there for a couple hours. Right. But we actually, I was the one who called 911 yeah, for the wreck. You were. We pulled over to the side of the road to yeah. help and see yeah. if it, it was a bunch of teenagers that yep. got two car loads of teenagers that got mm-hmm. in the wrecks. And we called 911 we for did. them. We did. We made sure everybody was okay. It was. Police it was a, and ambulance it, showed up. Yeah. It was a, just a crazy scene. And so um, we were there for a couple hours. Yeah. And so. Um, you know, within that moment, um, you know, as things were getting cleaned up and stuff, you said, Hey, I have a really bad headache. Um, and I need to go home. It feels different. It feels weird. And so I went over to the, to to the police officer and stuff and said, Hey, my wife, you know, we, we, I need to get her home. She's not feeling well and stuff like that. And he said, absolutely. You're, we're good. We have all your information in case we need you. In fact, one of the dads came over and said, Hey, thank you so much. Blah, 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 all that stuff. Yep. And then in that moment, <laughs> okay, here we go. In that moment. Um, so yeah, in, in that moment I saw the stroke happen. Yeah. Um, my entire left side um, went completely numb. It literally felt like someone was stabbing me in the side of the head and I couldn't stand up anymore. Yeah. And thank God for some of those teenagers that was in that car that was standing around kind of talking to us and stuff like that. They kind of caught you and help and i was just because i was you just saw it all happen and it is it is a husband <laughs> the husband is a as a protector is all that stuff <laughs> i ain't crying you're crying <laughs> it's gonna be a tearful day it's it gonna is. be okay but as a husband you as you see that stuff happening and you can't do anything about it you can't stop it you can't get a, uh, a predator or you know a, a criminal off anybody you love it's it's hard to watch it's hard to say well i can't do a damn thing about this moment happening so did you know in that moment that that's what was happening yeah. to me yeah because I, I just remember those commercials you remember those commercials of hey these are the signs of a stroke well no kidding because like you said everything happened in that moment you know right and so i didn't know that was what right. was happening to yeah. me i had no idea that's what was happening to me all i knew was um it was the strangest feeling that i had ever had um my body felt numb my head was killing me the things were getting fuzzy and i couldn't like everything was just it felt weird and i couldn't stand and so thank god 
the ambulance and the police officers were still there. I went over. I said, hey, listen, my wife has just had a stroke. And how old were you at the time? Um, 37 or 38. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, no way. She's too young. And they went over. And I could just tell by the look on their face everything wasn't okay. So they strapped you in, took you to the hospital. They told me where you were going. And I went, you know, I called my aunt immediately. Our kids were at home. And I didn't, my, my main concern was you at that time. They were okay. And so, um, you know, when I look back in that moment, actually somebody said it to to me the next morning when we were, because you went to the Mayo Clinic that night. Um, but somebody said Yeah, that, well, they, they took me to one hospital. Right. And then that hospital was not equipped. They knew right away that I needed to be transferred to Mayo right, right. away. And so what happened was somebody told me that next day, that next morning, um, was like, wow, God, or if you look, if you step back and look at it, that God ordained this whole thing to happen because what would have happened is that you, we would have went home right we would have been in bed because we're old right or, you know well, we, i mean not old but we are right old. we're washed you know and <laughs> yeah. so we you know and so what happened was you would have there was a probably a 99 percent chance that you would have died in in your sleep and i would have had no idea until i woke up the absolutely next day. yeah and the, the, the doctor even said that because yeah. of the i had two what happened is i had two blood clots in my head and that is what caused the stroke and because um, the way it happened, had I been sleeping in bed, I definitely would not have woken up. Right. And so, and so you know, we went to the hospital. And, and, and again, it was hard to watch sitting in an ER, you know, as your body was just laying there shaking and moving. Not because it was cold or anything, but because it was, it, it was you know, you had a stroke. And it, right. You know, and, and there was nothing I could do about it, you know. Yeah. And so for me, if our why is in the great moments, God, you know, all I could do is just sit there and pray. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you know, it, it's hard because um, two weeks earlier, um, your dad had just had a stroke as well, and he didn't make it. Um, so that must have been really hard for you to think. That I wasn't going to make it either. I mean, it was all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was. It was. I mean, we had, you know, my dad had a stroke actually Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And so we had taken him off life support. Right. It was really, it was a tough day. Yeah. And then for a, almost two weeks later, two and a half weeks later for that yeah. to happen, you know, and in that moment, I was just like, okay, you know, God, this is, this is, this is that moment that if this happens, it's going to have to be okay. If this happens, and it was all in his in his hands. Yeah, so, for sure. So yeah, that was the 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 intro. Yes, of, that was the beginning. <laughs> that was the very beginning because you know it doesn't just end there. There's so much more that happens after that. Absolutely. And so, your stroke was eight years ago, right? Um, what kind of damage did it do to your to your left side? Well, um, you know, I was in intensive care for two weeks, and then I was in. A rehab facility for another six weeks and I was completely paralyzed on my left side and, and are you still completely paralyzed on your left side today no I'm not but I still have a lot of um, damage I mean there's still a lot of things I can't do when I came home after six weeks I still could not move my left hand at all or or, or and you had and to I, walk with walk I, with a walker. yeah I had to I mean it took me almost two years to learn how to walk yeah. Um, it took a long time to, I had people to come over and teach me how to fold laundry. Yeah. I had to learn how to cook again. Um, you know, I was to this day, I will never be able to go back to, 
um, running a restaurant or being a chef or, you know, managing things like I used to. Yeah, absolutely. There's many things I can't do, but yeah. there's lots of things I, I have learned to do and I can do. So absolutely. And so what, what, what kind of mental challenge, like mental capacity or mental challenges that does that not just physically, but mentally has it done? Um, you know, I have a little bit of a delayed thought process. Mm-hmm. Um, different from what I used to do. Right, yeah, you used um, to be used to fire stuff off. Bam, oh, yeah, bam, for bam. sure. Yeah. You know, it's still there. Like, mm-hmm. I can think very quickly. I just can't speak it out very quickly. Right. Do, you, do you think people know that? Um, no, I don't think they always recognize that because when you look at me, I don't think you can see that, like, they don't instantly say, oh, there's someone who's had a stroke or, right. you know, it's not visible. Right. Um, so for me, it's not, not like people notice that right away. I mean, we've had a lot of people, you, you I mean, still to this day, you have people to come back or, you know, come up to you go, wow, did you hurt your back? Did you hurt your leg? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I have, I have a limp and, um, people don't always notice it right away, but when I get cold or if I get, if I'm on my feet for a long period of time and I have this little bit of limp and they're like, oh, did you hurt your ankle or, oh, did you, you know, did you, yeah. did you hurt yourself or <laughs> so is your hip okay? So you, know, you normally, it's, you it's, normally it's, just say, no, I'm, I'm okay. You don't go into no I had a stroke yeah I I almost never tell people because it's weird but um for me I kind of I'm very thankful because Hmm. in my in my process the way I think about it is I'm just I feel blessed and lucky that I can even walk at all Hmm. so if I have to walk with a little bit of a limb for the rest of my life I'm okay with that yeah because the doctor said I would never be able to walk again. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm yeah, grateful. I remember that. I, I got so many conflicting reports, not just in the Mayo Clinic. Big shout out to the Mayo, to the Mayo Clinic here in Jacksonville. They yeah. did an amazing job. Oh, for sure. They were one of probably the best private hospitals I've ever been a part of. Yeah, you know? really. Um, and then big shout out to Brooks Rehab here in yeah, Jacksonville. Oh, they were amazing. Yeah, too. you know, listen, I, I did a poor ass job as a husband going to the rehab facility because I hate going to the hospital, you know, but one of those, um, my mom came and stayed though. She did. Thank God she, for your mom. And, and we had several <laughs> friends that came and stayed, um, and came yeah. and visited a lot too. Absolutely. I was never alone. <laughs> I mean, weren't. literally there was no, always you, you someone weren't. there with me. You, you know, one, one of those times is I, you know, I took a day off work as you were getting ready to come home. And, um, because that was the thing too, I still had to work and, you know, manage our household and right. our kids right. and stuff like that. And in fact, we celebrated our youngest daughter's birthday at at at, at, at the rehab facility, yes. which was great. Yeah. Um, but, in, you know, just hospitals are not my thing. So listen, if you're out there and you're one of our closest friends and you call me and be like, hey, I'm going to the hospital – Listen, I'll, I'll send you some Taco Bell. Or, or, Ryan will bring you food and send you flowers, yeah, but he is not yeah, not a visitor. Kind I'll be of guy. in and out. I have to dip out quick. Yeah, but um, but one of those moments for me was when I went there and and I and I saw you work and I saw you kind of that drive that you have mm-hmm. to to get better. Yes, and, and in fact, what's funny was. Um, if you look at not just you but us as a family, one of one of those core things that we have is it um, is that we are we, we are some people who have that first in first you know that first in last out mentality, yeah. And that showed in that moment, you know. Yeah, I mean, I they I worked hard every day for hours and hours every day. Um, like I said, I couldn't, uh, it's not just walking and, you know, the, the stand up, sit down kind of, um, um, exercises, mm-hmm. but 
tedious things like picking up tiny little things and putting them in cylinders just to get my finger movement back and to try and, you know, I mean, little golf balls and ping pong balls. So watching you like move tables around or type on a computer, you know, is, is big right now. Those are huge huge things. I mean, people just look at that as, oh, that's just, you know, everyday stuff, everyday stuff, most people, but you've had, you've had to learn and you still train yourself daily to do things so what was your mindset once you knew that this stroke didn't kill you what was your mindset to be better to 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 keep moving forward uh you know it's funny because that actually was the third time that i have faced a serious death Mm. challenge yeah um good point uh i almost died during childbirth the first time yes you did um the second time was a major car accident Mm -hmm. that me and chloe were in together and i almost died yep um, and this was the third time and I really just kind of thought, okay, God, I must really be here for a serious purpose. <laughs> well, he, he, God knows that I can't, I, I can't be alone. I think that must be it. <laughs> like you really must be challenged if he needs to keep me here for you. So this is a serious thing. Like he must know that you really need me around because I, right. I'm not going anywhere. Right, so, um, I appreciate I'm that. here to be your permanent assistant. This is it. That's my, that is my lifelong duty. So there you go. You must be going before me. That must be it. I don't know. Um, but no, for real, I, um, I, I I mean I'm committed to getting stronger and to and to getting better and to doing and to to getting myself back as much as I can. Right. So so why do you fight? What keeps you fighting not just from that day when you knew you were going to be okay living but what keeps you fighting even to this day 8 years later what keeps you fighting for tomorrow? Um I think for me it's it's you guys like it's my family. You know, it's okay. Here we go. <laughs> this is your fault. Um, now it's, you know, I think about the kids and I think about Christopher and I think about the challenges and I think about, you know, I love a good challenge and I love to. That's why you married me because I was a good challenge. You are a good challenge. You're still a challenge <laughs> every day. Right. No, no but I mean, you know, I consider myself an overcomer and. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do what it takes, you know, whatever that little hill is, whatever the, that next, um, thing is, I'm committed to completing it. It reminds me of a few years ago, you and your friends, um, actually one of your friends is turning, how old is she turning in a, in a few weeks? <laughs> I can't say, I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> it's a number too big that but, I'm not allowed right. to say out loud. <laughs> but, 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 but that, but, that birthday wasn't this birthday. Right, so right, okay. right, right, you're right. So, so she, um, yeah, it's fine. So, you're you know a few years. So it's one of your OG friends, right? Having a birthday very soon, and so you guys always do something very special for your OG birthdays, you know. Right. And so a few years ago, you guys went to Jack's Beach, and so um, one morning you guys went out, and you you may or may not have had had um, what are they called mimosas, right? Right. Well, yeah. Okay. So here we we were on the beach in the morning, and mm-hmm. uh, or at some point in the day, and it was in the morning. There were some, um, you know, those big lifeguard beach chairs. I do. That's where a lot of hot guys sit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, there was nobody sitting on the chairs, okay. and it was kind of a cloudy weather day or whatever. And um, we were trying to take some pictures, and mm-hmm. um, we were going to climb the chairs and take a photo, and um, I couldn't climb the chair, and mm-hmm. I was very upset. 
And, um, in fact, didn't your friends help you up on the chair? They did. They, they were super supportive. They helped me climb partially the chair and we all kind of went around the chair <laughs> so we could take a picture right. because I couldn't climb it. Right. And, um, that's really nice of your friends to support you. They are very you. supportive. I have the best friends in the yeah. world. You have no idea how great they are. I mean, you do know how great they are, but <laughs> like they're, they're so special to me. Right. Um, but it, it was really hard for me because I couldn't climb it. Right. Um, so that first in first out mentality, that, that mentality that you were going to be an overcomer in that moment, what did you do? Um, it took me a little while, but, um, yeah, because in that moment you came home, you're upset. I get it. You know, and a few weeks later you started working, not working, but you started getting stronger you're like you know what i'm gonna do this again i'm gonna be able just to do something is climb climb up on a beach chair yeah so um i were i spent some time working hard um training with a trainer doing a lot of things um for a long time i did pt Mm -hmm. um and then that year i decided i would start working with a personal trainer and um a year one year later i went back to the beach and climbed the chair by myself (laughs) Now, and I had you video it. You did. Now, not, not, now it was COVID. So it was last, it was about last year. This yes. Time. So it was rainy. It, it was rain. I climbed the chair in the rain. In the rain. And uh, down at Jack's Beach. Yes. And so we're over in Jack's Beach. And so it, it was, it was pretty cool. And, and so it was, it was a great, it was, it was, it, yes. it, it was a great, it, it, once again, it was one of those overcoming moments where you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let this, this part, even though it wasn't a failure, it wasn't like this thing that you, you know, we're never going to get past you. You decided, you know what, in this moment, I'm not going to let climbing a damn beach chair define how I'm um, on the comeback, you know? Sure. I mean, you know, again, no matter what it is, I feel like I want to complete it. I want to finish it. I want to do it. And you did. And so that kind of leads me to this next point. So many people go through battles, especially health battles. They do it publicly on social media. Why, why didn't you? Because there was times you wouldn't let me post things, you know? I mean, you do let me post things, but I have to be very careful. But why didn't, why didn't you do that? You know, um, other people, I guess, find their strength and their motivation from public recognition or encouragement. And I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just not who I am. Uh, I, and I know that my story is... And, can be or will be for other people. Um, but for the most part, I feel like, um, I'm, I'm able to share when I'm asked to share. Right. I'm able to share and show, show my story to the people who witnessed my story. Mm-hmm. They see me. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I'm just going to be honest in this moment. I think that's the part that as I sit back as a husband and, and I see, the amount of work, the what you do when nobody else is around, what you do, do, you know, in the church world, and even biblically speaking, there's all these these, these churchy terms of, um, you know, being being faithful in the small things, and then you're giving big things, right? Something to that effect, right? Sure. And so, watching you be faithful in those small things, not just in our marriage, but not, you know, in those daily strengths that you have to get better as a husband. A lot of times I sit back and I get frustrated that you have never been given the opportunity to share these things, you know? And, and so 
uh, and so that kind of goes back to what we just talked about about um, about um, about just overcoming, and, and and that's why actually the name of this podcast is going to be called Persevering Without the Hype, right? Right, for sure. And so because um, you don't brag about your wins and look for a platform to share your story. I don't. Um, and I need, probably should get a little bit better about that because I know that my story could help a lot of people. I know that the things that I do on a regular basis and go through can help more people. You, you know, what's funny is, and in fact, it wasn't until last year that they finally figured out why you had a stroke. Right. So eight years, the smartest people in the world or in Jacksonville. Yes. I actually <laughs> have a really great neurologist now who's been helping and working through it. Um, and so, yeah, so if you, just a real quick, it, it, it wasn't due to any bad health choices or bad things, not like you, you know, um, you know, you were in great shape at that, you know, still at that point, you know, and right. stuff like that. You, in fact, you just did a, um, a, 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 a um, like a mud run, you know, with, with a group of people like a few weeks before, before that. Before that, yes, yeah. for sure. And so, um, and so, um. So it was. It, it was basically they traced it back to you know as we talked jokingly talked about a few times you being Irish, you know not jokingly but you know that's part of your heritage and it was a rare blood disorder caused by you know you being Irish, right? Uh, not well, caused by you not being Irish. Irish, but no. I mean, I so I have another condition. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a condition called lupus mm-hmm. and. Um, it's not necessarily related to me being Irish, but right. I mean, it is it, because of a blood disorder from that sector of right, of, right, of, so, of, of, of the of the world. Right, I, I, yeah. So it's it's related to a bunch of things. Yes, yeah. I have a lot of hereditary things that yeah. are that are happening right. with me. So, so, but once again, um, why don't you brag? Um, you know, it, I think a long time ago it started because of some personal insecurities. Mm. I am now past a lot of my personal insecurities but I think that I just don't brag because I used to not and I just don't like you know what I mean like I just don't I should Mm -hmm. but I don't I almost wish that I would sometimes because I feel then I I look back and I think oh there was an opportunity for me to do this and I should have but then it the opportunity passes and I didn't yeah absolutely and like I said it like they, I'm, I'm all for people sharing the, the, their battles and things that they go through. But what I love is the people who quietly do it. Yeah. And a lot of times it's that, that whole concept of the loudest person in the room is, I forget how that goes, but that, that's our dog. Oh, um, that sound. It's, yeah. They may not even be able to hear it. It's fine. But um, the, the loudest person in the room is, what? how does that go? You know, I don't know, but it, you just, you said something that reminded me Um a friend, a friend of mine once told me mm-hmm. um, that my story wasn't important enough to be told, mm. and it hurt me for a very long time. Um, wrecked my confidence, destroyed me for a while, mm-hmm. and I had to really get past it. Um, and I'm I'm over it. I'm past it, and we've we're we're in a much better place now. Um, but. I think everybody's story should be told. Absolutely. I think yeah. everybody, no matter what they've been through, ha- you know, should be able to tell their story because everybody's story is so that um, 
someone else can be helped. Right. And I need to get better at telling my stories so that someone else can be helped. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm thankful for, you know, we have a, we, you know, we have, we created our own platform to, you know, and to, to share, yeah. to share this. And, and I know we had set out this week to talk about something totally different, right. you know, but I really felt, you know, as I was just kind of praying through the week that people needed to know that your story matters. You know, this whole persevering without the hype, you know, is huge. You yeah. know, I mean, let's face it. A lot of the stories that we love in the Bible wouldn't be the height that they are if other people didn't tell the stories. Yeah. And so it's important for you to share your stories. It's important for you to, to to share as a woman, this is what I had to go through to even get to where I'm at today. And I still have some ways to grow, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. Well, and I, I know, I know we're going a little longer, but I do think like I look at our kids and I, mm-hmm. I see that they watched me go through yeah. all of that. And what incredible, what an incredible gift it was for them to see it. Like it was yeah. hard for them, right. but it, it was a gift because right. look at all they've learned. Absolutely. And I'll never forget one of the things, and I, don't, I don't know if I heard you tell Christopher this, you know, Christopher is our oldest son who has cerebral palsy. And so, I, and I don't know if I heard you tell him this or you told him this, but you, you said I understand what you go through. Do you remember that? I do. You know, for a long time, when we first, when I first came home from the hospital, I was in a wheelchair for a little while, and you had to help me bathe and take a shower. I couldn't listen. I, I couldn't look, do any of that. I, I couldn't love, even wash my own hair. Listen, I love bathing you, girl. I, I know you do. I know, <laughs> I know how much you really like that. But <laughs> but the bottom line is, like, those are things that um, he is that way. Like like he's in a wheelchair, and we have to help him with certain things. And, um, you know, how hard that must be for him on the regular. Yeah, to depend on somebody else. To depend on someone else. We don't always understand that. And when I had to depend on you for those things, it made me realize this is what he goes through all the time. I mean, he's, what, almost 30 years old now. And so I had to endure that for almost a year and a half. Yeah. But he he has endured that his whole life. Right. And so it made me realize... Like, you know, I had to wait on you to make me something to eat. Sometimes he has to wait on us to make him something to eat because yeah. he can't always reach certain things. Yeah. It's it's hard. It is. And, you know, and as we get ready to close, you know, that's, that's why I think it's important to – you said a little bit ago, being, having an overcoming attitude. Yeah. You know, when you go through issues in your marriage, when you – when these things hit you square in the face – you have a choice. You know, a lot, a lot of people choose not to have an overcoming attitude. A lot of people just say, deuces, I'm out. I'm not going to fight. This is done. Yeah. You know, and um, it, and so we have a mentality of we're going to overcome anything. And this is well laid out in your story of you having a stroke. In your daily battles that you, with your headaches, with your, um, you know, medicine that you take for, you know, what what could be or could not be later down the road, Parkinson's. Right. You know? Um, and, and all these other things that, you know, and so long before that moment happened, we were preparing for that moment. God was preparing us for that moment and what this, what these moments look like after that. So, so yeah, that's it. Persevering without the hype. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel, I feel good. I'm, I'm good. I'm excited that, um, we get to share a little bit today. Um, and I wish that you had been able to share a little bit more about how you feel, but 
we'll get there. So listen, drop us a comment, hit us up on Facebook, social media, Instagram, um, and let us know how this helped you in any way. Love you guys. Thank you for listening.